0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of Sticky Note Marketing. I am thrilled to bring you the next in our series of expert interviews with Brittany Long today, the Queen of Evergreen. So if you don't know Brittany, you definitely need to, and you will after this episode. Known as the Queen of Evergreen, Brittany Long and the Win With System team help brilliant but overworked entrepreneurs create passive income, through automated Evergreen email income streams so they can experience consistent financial security without working 24 seven. I am super excited to have you here, Brittany. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, I know I gave a little bit of an intro to you, to to the crew here, but it's always better to hear straight from you. So would you mind sharing a little bit more about how did you end up as the queen of Evergreen? What brought you to this space and why the passion for Evergreen emails? Absolutely. So uh,
1: it all started for me actually years and years ago when I was teaching. I was teaching middle school science. And I was following in my dad's footsteps. He was a teacher for 37 years, hardest working person that I've ever met in my life. Really, really hard worker. And I was kind of following in those footsteps too, where I really prided myself on how hard I could work, how many hours I could work. And that was all fine and good <laughs> until um, about I think six years ago now. My dad had two uh, very serious strokes that landed him in ICU. And I'll never forget sitting across from him as he was in the bed. And if you've ever, um, if you've ever been around somebody that's had a stroke, like, you know, recently had a stroke, sometimes it'll affect their vision. And so it was almost like he was looking through me. Like he knew that I was there, but he couldn't quite see me. And I'll never forget that feeling of like, I, I don't want to to not be able to see like, I don't want to be in the same position, you know, 30 years from now. And when he told me that he wished that he had spent more time with me and my brother, In that moment, I thought what I'm doing now is not sustainable and I'm going to be in this exact same position, you know, 30 years from now if I don't change some things. And so fast forward a few years, I became an entrepreneur and that's kind of the guiding principle that I've kept in the back of my mind. That that picture of sitting with him in the hospital, him not being able to see me, him saying, I wish I had spent more time with you and your brother. Anytime I I start to get back in hustle mode where I think, oh, I need to work 24 hours a day and and don't eat and don't drink and just work. I I remember, no, you know, this this is not the path that I want to take anymore. And so um, because of that, I started doing evergreen emails and and they're automated. Uh, And whenever I think about Black Friday or launches, instead of taking the approach of like, work as hard as you can, 90 hours a day, <laughs> get all the things done really fast. And instead of taking that approach, I think, how can I make this as stress-free as possible? How can I still enjoy time with my family? How can I make sure that I'm putting first what's most important to me? If, if I'm on the deathbed, what's going to be most important to me? Um, and so that's the approach I take when I'm I'm in business or when I'm doing a launch or anything like that. And that's that's
0: really what did it for me. <laughs> I think that's such an amazing story. And, and I think there's a lot of people that probably resonate with that, that you know, we get into these businesses, we build these businesses around a passion or an interest that we have, but sometimes don't realize all the other things that come along with building a business, right? And all the hours that can go into it. So I think it's amazing not only that you have been able to do that in your business for your family, but now you're actually giving others the tools to do the same thing. So I want to talk about some of those tools today. So I know we've got Black Friday coming up, which causes a lot of anxiety for a lot of folks in our community, both service providers as well as those with product offers. So one of the things I was really curious about learning from you was when it comes to Black Friday, what are the different options? Because I know traditionally there's been Black Friday. That's it. It's a Friday. There's one offer. But tell me a little bit more about Maybe there's a little more flexibility that we have these days.
1: Absolutely. So there's actually four different ways that you can do a Black Friday promotion. Uh, the first one is doing Black Friday only. So this would be on Friday. It's one day only. This is really great if you're doing high ticket, especially, and really great if you have a wait list. Uh, if you if this is an offer that you know for sure is going to sell out, maybe it's something that. Requires you to be there. It's it's done with you, something along those lines, or done for you, and you only have a certain limited amount of time. Um, this is a great time to make that kind of offer because you know to sell out. You don't want to sell, you know, ninety thousand because you don't have <laughs> that many hours in the day. Um, then one day Black Friday sale is a great option for you. You really want to hype it up ahead of time so you make sure that you sell out uh, and really dial in on the urgency piece of it. And then the next one would be the typical Black Friday through Cyber Monday. That's where we see most people landing. And this is great for e-com, digital products, service providers, coaches, uh, pretty much anybody that wants to make a cash injection (laughs) this time of year. Black Friday through Cyber Monday is great. If you're doing high ticket, usually I'd recommend doing something with uh, a wait list and then also having um, something to get them excited. So uh, Q&A hour, cocktail hour, something catalog, something along those lines. So they're excited moving into it. The next one is a 10 or 12 day of deals. Uh, and we see a lot of e-com places doing this, but service providers and coaches can also do this as well. Um, this is great for people that have multiple offers uh, and they don't want to choose just one. <laughs> or if you're maybe thinking about a new offer and you want to t- try out the different pieces of it uh, and make each piece a different offer or a different day. So that's another great option. If you do this, again, a catalog ahead of time, a wait list, um, happy hour, Q&A time, virtual calls, those kind of things you want to think about so that you get people hyped up and excited. Um, And then typically we want to make sure there's some kind of like surprise element that's coming in as well. Uh, Maybe that's an extra bonus that is not expected, but that's one way to bring up those sales. And then the next one is Great November. And this is one a lot of people don't talk about or haven't heard of, but you actually see places like Amazon doing this all the time. Uh, they have their daily deals for pretty much the entire month of November, and I think even <laughs> extend a little into December as well. Um, but this is great, again, if you want to parse up your, your offers, um, especially if you don't want to make a discount. You don't have to necessarily. You can take pieces of an offer and then make those your your uh, different different days of deals. Uh, But those are the different options. I would not, if you're just starting out, this is your first Black Friday, I wouldn't go from zero to 100 and start at Great November. (laughs) You'll be really stressed out. So you want to think what kind of what kind of uh, lifestyle do I want to have during this season? For me, I like to bake. I like to spend time with my family. It's like the one time of year that Florida is a little bit cooler. So I like to be outside. Uh, So for me, I don't want to, um, I don't want to be, you know, peeled to my computer all day, every day. So I'm looking at ways that I can automate all those things. I can, I can write emails once, use them again next year. Uh, But those are the kind of things you want to start thinking
0: about with your offer. I love that. So we have options, but I love the advice too. If you're just getting started, if you're hearing this, all those different ideas, but you haven't run a Black Friday offer in the past couple of years, maybe don't start with the great November. (laughs) But if you're ready to, to get fancy and complicated, yes. No, I love that. So you mentioned something about not wanting to discount. And I know that there are a lot of folks in our community that have offers that don't necessarily go in for the discount I mean I always think about my husband runs a fine dining restaurant here in Oregon wine country and his people are not really the discount seeking type Mm -hmm. so for other businesses like that who might be interested in well how do I even think about creating an offer what could I offer without a discount what would you have to say to them
1: Adding something exclusive or a bonus, especially if your audience is less of the deal audience and more of the, I want something exclusive, something that feels like a VIP treatment. Uh, that's more of what you're looking for with that. For example, one of the clients that I'm working with, she has courses that she's giving, but then as a bonus, uh, she's doing a Q&A session where they can come and ask her literally anything about her DJ career, about her life, about anything at all. Um, and so adding in that bonus, something that is exclusive, something that only happens once a year or something you've never done before, um, really, really makes it super appealing for people that aren't necessarily there for the deal, but are interested in you and what you do.
0: That's such a creative idea, right? That access, right? You don't always get that. So fantastic. I think that's fantastic advice. You also mentioned the the excitement. So building up the excitement, creating wait lists. So when people are thinking about what kinds of emails they need to be preparing for this, it, I'm assuming it's not just one email on the day of, right? So what kind of <laughs> emails do... People need to really be thinking about creating.
1: Yeah, so there's a few different ones. Right now, we want to be doing warm up emails. So even today, if you haven't someone yet, this is a great day to do it. But you want to warm up your list right now. If they're icy cold, if they haven't heard from you in ages, uh, and then you send them a Black Friday email, the chances of them unsubscribing are higher. And so the more you warm them up now, it takes them from who are you again to oh, I remember. Okay, this is how you're helpful. Um, and, and so it helps build that relationship again. It's kind of like how you wouldn't want a relative to randomly call you up. And be like, hey, can I borrow $200 after you haven't heard from them in like nine years? <laughs> it's kind of the same feeling. So we want to warm them up now. That's the first thing to do. The next thing is having pre-launch emails. And the whole goal of these emails, they go out one to two weeks ahead of time, ahead of the sale. Um, the whole goal of these emails is to get them to reply and get them to engage. If they're replying, that helps with the deliverability and your domain reputation, which basically means if you send an email and they reply back, that lets their Gmail account, Yahoo account, whatever it is, say, oh, this is somebody they want to hear from. And so that means that your email is more likely to go into their inbox instead of their spam folder, other folder, promotion tab. Um, And so more eyes essentially on your email, on your sale. And then the next one, of course, is the Black Friday emails. If you're doing Black Friday through Cyber Monday, which is what a lot of people do, uh, usually we do eight emails. And so that would be Wednesday. uh, And then usually for me, I usually skip Thursday. So I do Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday, Monday, Monday. So three on Monday, Um, Saturday and Sunday, just across the board um, from all the data that I see from the people I work with are usually the lowest sale days because less people are in their inbox. And so if you want more people to see that email, you have to give them incentive to see that. So maybe that's uh, announcing on Friday that you're going to give an extra bonus on Saturday. Maybe it's announcing on Friday that you're doing a training on Sunday. Um, So look at ways that you can kind of surprise and delight them along the way so that they're more likely to open. And then the next one you're going to want is an onboarding sequence. This is important if you don't want to be working all day, every day after Black Friday. Um, For me, I like taking that period of time off. And so I know I need to have, I know they need to have a good experience. There's a TED Talk that talks about how if somebody comes to you and works with you and ha- they have a negative experience, it's like an uphill battle trying to change their perception of you. But if they come in and their first experience with you is amazing, even if you make a major mistake down the line, they're much more likely to forgive it because they've already had that positive uh, interaction, those positive interactions with you as a buyer. And so you want to have some kind of onboarding sequence that shows them, here's where to go if you need help, here's how to get started, uh, giving them just a, a resource where they can see you clearly thought about this, and um, you're there to help them. It, it It helps raise their trust in you to a whole new level. And then the final set of emails are upsell and downsell emails. And this is at if they buy something from you and then you give them the option to buy something else. Um, you can also do it where if they don't buy something from you, giving them the option to buy something at a lower price after Black Friday is over. So this helps increase your average cart value. Uh, sometimes people will say, oh, I don't have that big of a list, so I can't make that much money. But the truth is you can have the same size list if you add in extra things, the upsells, the downsells, the order bumps, and that raises how much you're making with the same amount of people.
0: I think that is gold. So hopefully everyone listening had your sticky notes ready, because if not, you need to pause and then re-listen to that because she literally just gave you the formula for success here on Black Friday. So, but I, I was really curious when you were talking about warming them up, because I know I've had it. I, thankfully, I email actually my list every week, which is a practice, kind of like yoga. It's not something that comes natural to me. So I got to practice with it. But if someone is listening and has a little bit of that shame or cringe going on of, Oh, well, I really haven't emailed them recently. Can I just jump into one of these nurture sequences? What would you, what would you recommend that they do? So I think
1: a lot of times people don't email because they feel like it has to be this huge, complicated thing. And so they put a lot of pressure on themselves. Uh, But even sitting down to just write a quick like five minute email, letting them know what you've been up to and how you can help them. And then anytime I have an email or anytime I haven't emailed in a while or I work with somebody that hasn't emailed in a while, um, I always encourage them to put in some kind of gift or giveaway or bonus or surprise Um, something that's going to make them want to keep opening from you. So instead of just being like, hey, long time, no see, there's a deal coming up. We want to say, hey, long time, no see. Here's what I've been working on so I can help you better. And by the way, here's this extra gift just to thank you for being here on my list. That helps reduce the number of unsubscribers in that email and also gets them excited to get other things from you as well.
0: Fantastic. So a little nuance there, right? We're not just jumping in and asking for money like that example of (laughs) the long lost cousin, right? Perfect. And Um, what about folks that, you know, I know a lot of uh, folks in our community are service providers. So consultants, coaches, uh, trainers. So for those that might have, you know, in-person services that maybe they're even booked up with now, or they're not really sure what offer, they don't really have an offer ready for this event. How can someone who maybe feels like they don't have an offer create something effective for Black Friday? So
1: chances are you already have an offer within you, and it's just kind of a matter of pulling it out. So you can ask your audience uh, by doing a poll. It can be uh, by searching on like spyfoo.com, Ubersuggest.com, AnswerThePublic.com, looking for what people are already asking for, questions they're already asking in your niche, and then create something around that. So this could be a great time to do a beta offer. This could be a great time to pull out different pieces and see what people are most interested in. Um, but looking at questions that people are already asking, chances are you probably can answer those questions and they're already searching for it. And so it's an easy way to think, okay, I'm going to create this offer based on that. You could also do gift cards. That's another thing uh, as well. Um, Or you can do something that says, Hey, we're going to start in January. That gives you a little bit of time. So think up your offer uh, based on the questions that they're asking, based on their pain points, uh, and then launch it in January. That gives you a little bit of wiggle room and you can go into it with the angle of, I know you have so much on your plate right now. I'm not going to add another thing. We're going to start in January with the newness, the new year, so that um, you can go into 2023 feeling really great. It gives them, it takes that pressure off of them because that's one of the objections they'll have is, oh man, I have so much going on. So boom, you busted that objection already. We're also talking about like vision casting for the new year. So it's a great way to
0: to make a new offer that you, you don't even have created yet. I think that's brilliant because not only, like you said, you're removing the pressure from yourself of, oh my gosh, I got to deliver this right now, right in the middle of the holiday crush. Mm -hmm. And they're probably busy too. So I love that. Sell it now, deliver it later, but you're actually adding the value and kind of getting, getting their attention, building that relationship now. Mm -hmm. So brilliant. Amazing. So anything else, Brittany, that I didn't ask that I should have, that people really need to know about gearing up and, and getting ready for Black Friday?
1: I think going back to the creation of the email, um, we can break it down. So we break it down into what we call the ATMRN method, which is a terrible acronym (laughs) because it doesn't spell anything, but that's just how it is. So uh, the A stands for attention. So if you're writing your email, you're like, I don't even know where to start. You're staring at a blank screen. Here's how to start. Uh, The A stands for attention. So something that hooks them in, draws them in. The T is tell your story. So that's sharing something that's happened recently or, or something you were thinking about. M is make it mean something. So how does that relate? How does that story you just shared relate to them? For an example, one of the brands that we have is Life After Teaching. And with that brand, we help teachers find their path out of teaching and for them, if I said, I went to Target today and it was so great, that doesn't really matter to them. But if I said, I went to Target and for the first time, I walked through every single aisle without feeling like I needed to rush home to grade or without feeling like I had to buy something for every student in my class and spend all my money there. That's something that would mean something to them because so many of them have experienced that. And so we make it mean something to them. The next thing is R, and that's reflect. So I want to think, what's my audience thinking? For example, they may be thinking, well, that's great that she was able to leave teaching. Um, You know, her husband must have great insurance or a great paying job or something like that. And so I know that's an objection because I've seen it on my ads. (laughs) I've seen it you know, other places when we're working with that particular brand. And so I want to address, I know you may be thinking, you know, it must be nice for her, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then the end is next step. That's your call to action. What action do you want them to take from this email? And so we follow that format. Uh, it helps us write emails quickly and emails that get open emails that, that people are excited to read and excited
0: to come back to. I, I mean, I think that's so powerful. Just the, also listening to your audience, right? I love the formula gives you a step-by-step process to really get over that fear of starting to email again, the practice of it. But the fact that you actually have taken the time to listen to your audience, figure out what those objections are so that you can really address them in those emails is powerful. Mm -hmm. fantastic well thank you so much Brittany for sharing your time and your genius with us today hopefully everyone had their sticky notes out and have several great ideas to capitalize on the Black Friday opportunity in their business no matter what kind of offers they're cooking up or whether they're going to do a one day or a gray November so I know that a few people might be thinking okay I have the list of emails but I need a little extra help how can people get in touch with you or how can people work more closely with you
1: Absolutely. So they can always reach me, Brittany, at winwithsystems.com. But we also have something we call the greenback dozen. (laughs) And this is uh, 12 emails that we write for them. It's a done for you offer. Uh, And it's especially for people that are like, I don't want to write emails. (laughs) I have no interest in that. Uh, Or that are like, I'm so overstuffed. You know, it feels like I've eaten my turkey already. And so if you have so many things on your plate, uh, this is definitely a great option. We do all 12 of your Black Friday emails for you. And we actually also add Add in for abandoned cart emails as well. And these are great because they're emails that you can use now or for future launches as well. And we deliver it within 72 hours. So you really, really get to check it off your to-do
0: list. That's amazing. So for anyone that is thinking, oh, well, I'll do it next year. I have too much on my plate. I can't get around to it this year. You have zero excuse. Brittany just <laughs> busted your excuses. So this is your opportunity to boost your business really before the end of this year. So Fantastic, Brittany. Thank you so much for your generosity and for your sharing with our community. I really appreciate you. And thanks for being a guest here on Sticky Note Marketing. And for all of you guys listening, be sure to check out the links that come with this so you can get access to that. uh, Was it Greenback Dozen? (laughs) Greenback Dozen, yeah. (laughs) I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone. Well, stay tuned for our next episode in our guest expert series, and I will see you next time on Sticky Note Marketing. Cheers.